part four chapter twenty five of martin schuler by romer wilson this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part four schwarzwald chapter twenty five one day martin schuler sat alone in his beautiful villa upon the shores of lake tittersee sophie von sebaltz had returned to berlin and he felt relieved although it never occurred to him that he was tired of her for she made no demands upon him even if she gave him nothing he had a sense of freedom now that she was out of the house he looked grave and serious and thought that now at last leisure was his in which to consider where to turn and what to do the downfall of his conceit had at last brought all the rubbish in his mind away with it he was now proud and humble competent and mature although he had never lacked competency there had always been a certain air of easy success about him he had looked successful now he no longer did the study that he sat in had been designed for him by friedrich morgenson and carried out by the art house constructors company nothing in it was incongruous upon the black and gold furniture were black and purple cushions worked by a clever woman the artist employee of the company in bunches of conventionalized sweet williams of a teutonic poiret stamp a black and gold chessboard pattern embellished the frieze and the walls were decorated with alternating panels of gilt paper and art trees the black wood writing-table inlaid with a sylvan episode in keeping with the trees held a large photograph of frau von sebaltz especially taken at schuler's request across it was written to my dearest friend followed in the german manner with several exclamation marks the composer of three successful light operas sat contemplating it without seeing it the weather was calm still and mysterious long clouds lay invisibly in the heavens and gave them a funereal darkness pale primrose sky showed here and there in streaks outside the house everywhere and in all directions were the gloomy trees of the black forest they crawled from south and west north and east over mountains and valleys around lakes and along rivers it seemed that they were all walking to the beautiful villa to see what herr von schuler intended to do with himself an atmosphere as of something extraordinary pervaded everything the house had no garden but an art fence of heavy and simple design kept the trees from stepping upon the little villa and crushing it to death martin got up and went to the drawer in which he kept interesting objects referring to the past he sought in it for a few moments and took out the manuscript of the peahens it was still tied with a piece of string put around it by werner to his knowledge no hand had ever undone the knot since werner made it feeling a little sentimental and a little curious he put the bundle of yellow paper to his nose it had the pleasant odour of old books he smelled it again and the smell made him desire to open it very curious he took the yellow frayed bundle to the writing-table and unfastened the string the sheets which were folded over lengthwise still lay together from the long habit of nine years he ran his hand up the inside of the middle crease to flatten them out werner's handwriting neat small and professional lay before him it was so many years since he had seen it that he had no recognition of it it was not familiar and roused no feelings but the fact of holding it in his hand made him recollect how much his technique had grown since those old days 
what power and what mastery he had acquired over the hundred or so notes in human circulation what delicious harmonies he had since discovered at the same time he seemed to feel that in former times he had had a purer inspiration a clearer sense of poetry a finer charm a greater intellectual sincerity than had ever beautified any of his mature scores he sat and looked across his large writing-table out of the window in a dream it was the first time he had ever experienced a clear vision of the past or had sought to remember anything out of it up to now the present and the future had been sufficient for him he had never yet drawn upon his resources he had taken everything out of the air out of his friends out of the incidents of his life as they occurred in a short time he began to read the manuscript of the peahens end of part four chapter twenty five recording by expatriate in bangor maine